Hello and welcome to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Your mind is the greatest gift God has given you. That's why today we continue with a series called Rethinking Your Life. In these lessons, Rick shares nine biblical pillars we need to reshape our minds so that we can become more like Jesus Christ. But first, if you're ready to live the abundant life Jesus promises, then you'll be excited to know that Pastor Rick created a brand new Bible study called Rethinking Your Life. This study will guide you into a deeper relationship with God, allowing you to see your life through His eyes, apply His wisdom, and step into a life of purpose and joy. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by just texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with the final part of a message called Learning to Think Like Jesus. To think like Jesus means that I want to do God's will even when it's painful even when it's difficult, even when it seems impossible. That's what it means to have the mind of Christ. Now, the supreme example of this, doing what God asked me to do, even when it's painful, is Jesus the night before he is um, going to the cross. He is in the Garden of Gethsemane, which is his favorite place to pray. I've been to the Garden of Gethsemane. It's a, it's a grove of very, very old olive trees. Some of them right now, they're over 1,000 years old, and they're still there, 1,000 years old. And he would go to Gethsemane and pray. That was his regular place. And the night before he's going to the cross, he's in agony knowing the pain emotionally, physically, spiritually he's going to face the next day with all of the six trials, three Roman, three Jewish trials, all the torture, all of the, the uh, crown of thorns, the being spit on, the being hit, beaten, scourged 40 times with a whip, and then nailed to the cross. He knows not just the physical pain, but the emotional pain and the pain of carrying all the sins of the world, the guilt and shame of that. And in Gethsemane, Jesus says that he wants to do God's will, not his own, even if it's painful. In Mark chapter 14, verse 36, Jesus says these very famous words. By the way, this is called the Gethsemane prayer, and it's the prayer you should pray anytime you're in pain. There are three parts to it. Jesus says, Abba, Father. Now let me stop there. Remember, I've told you this before. Abba is the Aramaic word for Father, but it, it, it's more than father, it's the most intimate word. It literally means daddy. And, and it even sounds like it. It's the first word a little child in the Middle East learns, Abba, because it's easy to say Abba, Papa, Dada. Abba means daddy. And Jesus is crying out in agony before he's going to the cross, and he says, Papa, Daddy, the most intimate term, Abba, Father. Everything is possible for you. Please take this cup. It's a cup of suffering. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet, yet, notice, I want your will to be done, not mine. Now, friends, there will be many times in life, it won't just happen once, you're going to have a Gethsemane experience where you're in pain and you're hurting and you're praying, and you'd like relief. 
And when you are in pain and you're hurting and you don't know what God's will is, God's will was for Jesus to go to the cross. Not to relieve his pain, but to let him go through that pain in order for the good of other people. And sometimes you suffer for the benefit of others. That's called redemptive suffering. And anytime you're in major pain, it is appropriate to pray the Garden of Gethsemane prayer. And there are three parts to it. The first part is faith. And Jesus says, Father, Daddy, I know you have the power to change this situation. And you can pray that too. I don't know what kind of situation you're going through right now. It may be a financial problem or a relational problem or a mental problem or an emotional problem or you know, whatever kind of problem. You, you start off by saying, in faith, uh, God, I know you've got the power to change us. If you didn't have the power to change us, you wouldn't be talking to him in prayer. So faith, you start out by saying, God, I know you have the ability. I know you have the power. Father, I know everything is possible with you. That's what Jesus said. And then he said, I'm asking for your help. I would like to be delivered from this. And it's appropriate for you to say, God, I'm asking for your help. I'm in a lot of pain right now and I'm asking for relief and I'm asking for you to do a miracle. That's okay. I know you have the power to do it and I'm asking you to do it, to change the situation. Faith and asking. But the third part of the Gethsemane prayer is surrender. And he says, really, Lord, even though I'm asking for you to, to, to take away the pain, to take away the hurt, to take away the tough time I'm going through right now, I surrender to you and more than anything else, more than relief, I want your will, not mine. Nevertheless, thy will be done, not mine. That's what Jesus said in his hour of greatest crisis. Not my will, but yours be done. And that, friends, is the mind of Christ. That takes an enormous amount of maturity, spiritual maturity. Are you willing to say this? God, I want to do your will, not Mine. I want to do your will, not mine. That's the mind of Christ. Now notice in this next verse, Philippians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, these are the results of having the mind of Christ. It says this, in Philippians 2, 8 and 9, Jesus humbled himself, it was his choice, and was fully obedient to God, even when it, that caused his death on a cross. He humbled himself, he's obedient to God even when it caused death on a cross. So, here's the result. Because he humbled himself, God exalted him and God raised him up to the highest place and made his name greater than every other name. The name of Jesus is the greatest name all around the world and it will be forever and ever in heaven. Why? Because when he humbled himself, God says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. He lifts you up. I don't know what you're going through right now, and you may be going through something that's pretty humiliating, but if you will humble yourself before God, he will lift you up in due time. There's promise after promise about that in the Bible. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. You can sign up for Pastor Rick's free email devotional at PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick.com. Do you ever feel like the abundant life Jesus promises seems just out of reach? Well, you're not alone. Many people feel that way. 
And that's why Pastor Rick created a brand new Bible study called Rethinking Your Life. It's a groundbreaking experience that will challenge, inspire, and guide you to a deeper understanding of your purpose and faith by helping you transform the way you think. As you study along with Pastor Rick, you'll learn how to think like Jesus so you can overcome temptation, conquer discouragement, and understand the purpose behind pain. With 143 full-color pages and a soft-touch vegan leather cover, this study is a journey into a deeper relationship with God. Let His Word transform your mind, allowing you to see your life through His eyes. Apply His wisdom and step into a life of purpose and joy. If you're ready to embark on a journey that will transform your life, then request your copy of Rethinking Your Life today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope and take the life-changing Word of God to people here at home and all around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. Once again, here's Rick. The 10th characteristic of learning to think like Jesus and having the mind of Christ is this. I think with an eternal perspective. When you get the mind of Christ, when you begin to think the way Jesus does about your past, your present, your future, about God, about life, about death, about sin and salvation, about your friends, about the rewards in heaven, about your future, about your confidence, all these, when you begin to get the mind of Christ and think the way Jesus does, you start thinking with an eternal perspective. All of a sudden you realize there's more to life than just here and now. You see, this is how Jesus was able to handle pain. And listen, this is how you will be able to handle pain. What is unbearable is pain without purpose. But Human beings can stand enormous amount of pain if they can A, see a purpose in the pain and B, see a reward past the pain. That's exactly what Jesus did when he went to the cross. He looked past the pain. He was in excruciating pain, but he looked past the pain to the reward in heaven. He had an eternal perspective. He wasn't just looking at the here and now. If you're just looking at the here and now, you're going to get discouraged and give up. You're going to get depressed. But Jesus looked past the pain to the reward in heaven. And he valued that eternal reward far more important than the temporary pleasure on earth. Do you? The only way you're going to make it through the toughest times in life that you go through is to look past the pain to the reward in heaven. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 2 says this. Jesus was willing to die a shameful death on the cross. Why? Because of the joy he knew would be his afterwards. Circle that star, that underline it. He was able to endure the shameful pain on the cross because he knew of the joy that would be his afterwards. We're talking about an eternity in heaven, forever and ever. And now, where is he? He's in heaven. He is seated in the place of highest honor beside God's throne in heaven. Learning to think like Jesus. We've just gone through a real quick list of 10 things. And I did this because this is what we're gonna look at in depth as part of learning to 
rethink your life. It's time to rethink your life. You know, last week I mentioned that there's a word I want to recover. It's the word repentance. That today the word repentance has become a negative term. It's actually a violent term. We think of it as people beating people over the head with it. Repent, turn or burn. Uh, you're, you know, you're going to hell. And it just, it's a negative turn. But that, I want to reclaim the word because it's the most positive word. Repentance, remember, is the word metanoia. Meta meaning to change in Greek and or reverse. Noia comes from the word nous or mind. Repentance just means change your mind. You change your mind from darkness to light. You change your mind from hell to heaven. You change your mind from guilt to forgiveness. You change your mind to being in prison to freedom. You change your mind from no purpose to purpose, from meaninglessness to meaning. You change your mind from stress to serenity, and on and on. It's the most positive change in the world, repentance, to change your mind. And what does it mean to have the mind of Christ? I repent, and I say, I'm not gonna think about life the way I've thought about it for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. I'm gonna begin to think about it the way Jesus did. That's called repentance. I'm going to put on the mind of Christ. It's the healthiest, happiest, wholest way to think. You say, well, how, how do I do that, Rick? How, how do I learn to think like Jesus? Well, we're going to look at that in detail in future sessions. And so I don't want you to miss any of these sessions. But let me just quickly, as I'm wrapping it up here, mention two ways that you can, and we'll come back to these. If you want to learn to think like Jesus, first, you've got to study his life and words in the Bible. Study his life and words in this book. This word, the Bible says the truth will set you free. Hebrews 12 verse two, I love it in the message paraphrase, says this. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished the race we're in. Life is called a race. We're all in a marathon race. And then he says, study how he did it. Study how Jesus did, study how he ran the race of life. The more you study this book, the more you're gonna get the mind of Christ, the more you're gonna learn to think like Jesus. You gotta study his life and words if you wanna have the mind of Christ, the happy, healthy, holy way to live. The second thing, a little, we'll come back to these in future sessions, is to ask God to show me the meaning of a text and how it applies to my life today. How I, how I read the verse and then I say, God, what does this mean and how does it apply to my life today? A good verse on this is Psalm 119, verse 18. It says, God, open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your word. Open my, as I read the Bible, I, I pray this verse, Psalm 119, 18, many, many times in quiet times. I say, God, as I'm sitting down to the Bible, open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your word. The Bible calls this illumination. It is the job of God's Holy Spirit to illuminate. So as I read the Bible, I need not only to read the Bible, I need God's word and I need the Holy Spirit in my life to illuminate it. John 16, verse 15, Jesus said this. The Spirit will take from what I have to say and make it known to you. Do you realize that this is the only book where you can talk to the author while you're reading it? The Spirit will take what I have to say, what Jesus has said in, in the Bible, and will make it known to you. If you will trust God's word and you'll depend on God's Holy Spirit, your mind will begin to change. You'll begin to work on these 10 different character qualities or, or characteristics of a mind 
shaped by Jesus Christ. And what will that do? It'll bring revival. Revival to your soul, to your heart, to your work, to your home, to your friendships, to your relationships, to your marriage, to your parenting, to everything that's possible in your life. And that's what we're praying, that as we repent, as we change our minds, as we rethink our lives, it's time to rethink your life. You've been living on one pattern, on one script for too long. It's time to rethink your life. I'd like to pray for you uh, as uh, we close. Would you bow your heads with me? Father, I want to thank you for our church family. And, and, and I pray that you will raise up an entire new generation of people who think like Jesus. Today, the minds of people have been darkened by sin and sickness and sadness and sorrow and, and secularization and so many different things. And our world is, is in a mess right now, Lord. And we need men and women who are thinking like you. Lord, only changed people can change the world. So start with us. Start with us. Change us as you transform our minds as we change the way we think. And I pray that in the days ahead as we look in detail at how to have the mind of Christ in humble obedience and in uh, uh, courageous faith and in all these different qualities that we looked at here just today as an overview I'm praying that you'll transform all of us in, in, into godly leaders that can make a difference in our world for the glory of God. And I pray that this week, that everybody in the sound of my voice will have a clear understanding of their identity, who you made them to be, of their purpose, what you put them on earth to do, of your presence, that you're always with us, uh, of your values, that we, we spend our time on things that are gonna last forever, not on things that aren't gonna last forever. Most important, Lord, we want to know you. With our heads still bowed, if there's somebody here you've never invited Jesus Christ into your life, there's no way you can think like Jesus if you don't have Jesus in your life. Let me say it again. There's no way you'll ever be able to think like Jesus unless you've got him in your life. So pray this simple prayer. Dear Jesus Christ, come into my life and change me. Make me what you want me to be. Make me, make me the person you want me. Teach me to learn to think like you. I want to love you and learn to trust you. Father, I pray for every person. That may they hear your voice in their mind. May they see the incredible potential of their lives as they are given to you, as they surrender them to learn the mind of Christ. And I pray this blessing and this whole series will bless us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. If you just prayed to accept Jesus Christ into your heart, congratulations. You're now my brother or sister in the Lord, and you need to tell somebody, and why don't you tell me? Write to me, rick at pastorrick.com. Just email me, rick at pastorrick.com, and tell me your story. I would love to read it. And by the way, I'll send you some free material to help you start in your new journey with the Lord. God bless you. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. And if you'd like to receive Rick's free daily devotional, go to PastorRick.com and sign up right now. 
you'll get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered to your inbox every day. Rick will be back to close out our time today. But first, do you ever feel like the abundant life Jesus promises seems just out of reach? Well, you're not alone. Many people feel that way. That's why Pastor Rick created a brand new Bible study called Rethinking Your Life. It's a groundbreaking experience that will challenge, inspire, and guide you to a deeper understanding of your purpose and faith by helping you transform the way you think. As you study along with Pastor Rick, you'll learn how to think like Jesus so you can overcome temptation, conquer discouragement, and understand the purpose behind pain. With 143 full-color pages and a soft-touch vegan leather cover, this study is a journey into a deeper relationship with God. Let His Word transform your mind, allowing you to see your life through His eyes, apply His wisdom, and step into a life of purpose and joy. If you're ready to embark on a journey that will transform your life, then request your copy of Rethinking Your Life today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the life-changing Word of God to people at home and all around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. That's PastorRick.com. Or you can text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick with a special message. Hey, everybody. I've got some really big news I'm going to tell you about. Our Daily Hope app has been completely redesigned, and it's available now. I want you to get this Daily Hope app. What we did is we listened to all your feedback, and we installed all the improvements that you suggested and asked for. The devotional is now easier to read. It's got a darker font. The option to increase the font size is there. We've made it easy to share this devotional with other people. You can even broadcast it right from your phone. It's really cool. To get the app on your iPhone, visit the iTunes App Store and search for Daily Hope with Rick Warren. To get the app for an Android device, visit the Google Play Store and search for Daily Hope with Rick Warren. Now, the official Daily Hope app has our yellow and blue sunburst logo. You're familiar with that. Our app is a convenient way to get your daily dose of Daily Hope. I want you to get this app today. So download the app now and get started. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our Daily Hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.